Word Radio On Demand, 96.1 FM and 900 AM WURD. Streaming live at wordradio.com. It's time. It's time to have real, honest, open, difficult, and inspiring conversations. It's time for Love and Life on WURD, Progressive Black Talk Media. I wanted to do something even more special in tonight's, uh, tonight's show. And uh, I know you've heard Ron talk about them several, 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 several times. You've heard Ron talk about my family, my aunt and uncle. You heard him mention them and you've heard him share bits and pieces of their story with you. Well, I thought it only fitting on the day that we celebrate uh, love that I invite them to come back and talk with us and share their love story with those of you who are unfamiliar and and just talk with them about that staying power, that staying power. So family, I invite you to the conversation with my aunt and my uncle, Lester and Mildred Riddick. Hello Hi. there, family. Hi, girl. <laughs> Hi, girl. Can you hear us? I can hear you. Well, I sure can. I'm Mildred. You got to move a little closer to Uncle Junior so we can see your beautiful face. There well, we there. Oh, there she is. <laughs> Hi, pretty. <laughs> it's Ooh, good to you. see you. It's good to see you both. Oh my goodness. So I'm overdue. I have to come down. So family, <laughs> there's a little restaurant that, that we went to. I just I'm I'm Mildred introduced me to these little that was it cheese things. Cheddars. The chat the restaurant that was with the little cheese curds or something. Yeah. I had never heard of a cheese curd, but I'm just said you have to taste these and they they were wonderful. It's a shame. It's a shame. <laughs> but welcome. And first of all, thank you. First of all, happy Valentine's Day. Happy, happy Valentine's, Valentine's Day, Day to, to you, you too. <laughs> thank you so much. And thank you for coming to share some time on Love Day with us. I was telling our family members that Ron, one of our family members, Ron, he um, he calls in and he tells he tells everyone about your love story. So I thought it only fitting to have you come back and share with us uh, for our family members who did not get to hear your love story. How how long have you two been married now? Be 57 years this year. 57 years. Oh, happens to Mercatroy, (laughs) y'all. 57 years. When you say that, I think, oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. I know that's right. So Uncle Junior, you were telling us, um, the first time I spoke with the two of you, you were telling us of the day of when you met. Would you mind telling us that story? Yes. This was back in 1966. I was stationed in Key West, Florida. I was in the Air Force. My second oldest sister, Caroline, whom you are named after, mm-hmm. passed away. I came home for the funeral. Her father, who knew my sisters, knew him very well because he danced with him quite a bit, came to the house to offer his condolence. And I had just arrived that evening, that uh, night before. Okay. And I opened the door for, to receive him. And when he saw me, he said, who are you? And I said, I'm the oldest son. 
I've been gone for 10 years, and I just came home for the funeral. He presented the flowers to me and offered his condolence. Mm -hmm. My brother and my brother-in-law, John was my brother, my brother-in-law was Rock, thought that I had not grieved enough because I was supposed to return to Key West that weekend. But instead, they took me to the Brotherhood where they usually go to dance and have a good time. I arrived early and unknowingly sat in the same seat my deceased sister sat in. And I was sitting there when Mel and two of her friends walked in. She looked at me and she smiled. And to the day, she don't know why she smiled at me. <laughs> and then she came walking across the floor towards me. And I was hooked. <laughs> She was stepping. <laughs> she looked like a model to me. And she sat behind me, so I couldn't be obvious and be looking at her like that. <laughs> and her father came in, and I could see the resemblance. So I asked him, do you mind if I dance with your sister? With your daughter? He said, that's not my sister. That's my daughter. Don't ask me. Ask her. <laughs> oh, so I did, and we danced. And uh, being a gentleman, I was holding her about maybe ten inches away from me. <laughs> <laughs> and she told me, she said, "If you hold me a little closer, I can follow you better." Oh, and I was hooked already. And I asked her for her phone number and address that night. And when I went home, I wrote her a letter telling her I was going to marry her. Tuesday, I got a call inviting me to dinner on Thursday. I went to dinner and had a lovely dinner with her and her family. And I met her mother, and her mother was very gracious and nice. And we were sitting on the couch talking. And I looked at her, and I said... You're just going to have to excuse me because I just have to kiss you. What? <laughs> and I kissed her. And Carol, the people don't really believe, but the hair stood up on the back of my neck. <laughs> and, and I said, wow. <laughs> I know. And, and she excused herself, went into her room, came back and presented me with a picture. And she said, don't look at it till you get home. When I got home, I looked at the picture and written on the back was, with love from the future, Mrs. Riddick. <laughs> oh, I'm Mildred. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> court went, that weekend, I cut, uh, well, the day, next day, I went, went back to the base. And I took a cab from my mother's house on 15th Street to the airport. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I was in a hurry because I was running late to catch the plane. And I left the picture in the cab. And when I got back to the base, I was so frantic. I called home right away. Mm -hmm. And Effie, my fourth oldest, third oldest sister, no, fourth oldest sister, answered the phone. And she laughed as soon as she picked it up. She said, I know why you called. 
I got the picture right here. Uh-huh. The cab driver knows me. <laughs> the cab driver knows me, and so he brought it here. Wow. And um, we saw each other. That was February. We saw each other April mm-hmm. and July. August 29th, we were married, which was my birthday. Of the same year. Of the same year. Right. So you saw each other three times. Yes. When you met in February. Mm-hmm. And then again in August, April, uh, April, 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 and then in July. In July. And, and then, then you August, married. We were married August 29th. And we've been married ever since. Two lovely daughters, whom you know. Yeah. And I was the first one to hear you sing. And I told you, <laughs> you sound great. I don't know if you remember that. You did. We were on 15th Street getting ready to go across Washington Avenue. And you and and Kia were singing, Are you ready? Are you? (laughs) Boy, do you remember? We used to always sing around the house. We used to sing Johnny Mathis and and, and, um, Denise. um, uh, I mean, um, what was the song that we were singing? It was a duet with Johnny Mathis. Um, Oh, what was the song? Which one? Um, I can't remember I the song. We about. used to sing all the. You remember? We used to always. So, family, uh, for those of you who have, who have just joined us, welcome, welcome, welcome. You're tuned in to Love and Life with Carol Riddick right here on WURD. Um, I wanted to share with you because so many of you say, "Well, you you know you you you're always so bubbly, you're always so lively." Well, this is why. This is why right here because um, my family. There's just so much love that I saw, that I experienced, and that I still experience um, in my family. And as a result, this is the product that you get. You get me every day. That you know, seeing seeing the the uh, the silver lining, uh, you, you know. But it's because of you all. And I'd ask my aunt uh, Mildred and my uncle Junior to come and talk with us, share their love story. So. What I did not share is that my mother is one of eight children, um, all of whom are gone now except Uncle Junior. So Uncle Junior is left and he said, look, I'm not leaving you anytime soon. And I'm holding you to that, Uncle Junior. I'm holding you to that. <laughs> my goal is 100. You know that. Yes, I do. Yes, and, I do. Uh, I remember when I joined the military, I told my mother all I wanted to do when I retire was retire with good health. Mm-hmm. And I did that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've had a hip replacement, mm-hmm. and I have atrial fib. But other than that, I'm in pretty good shape. He sure is. Listen, yeah. they went out to dinner. Did you guys go to dinner today to celebrate yes, Valentine's we did. Day? They we went, to, went dinner. to dinner, and it was a good dinner. I had my shrimp, baby back carrots, coleslaw, and it was delicious. You had some good stuff. Um, Mildred, did you enjoy? <laughs> you did? <laughs> Mildred, you enjoyed dinner too. Oh yeah. my. And we were I'm, at Chatters. You went to Chatters? Oh. Yeah. Okay, I love Chatters, yeah, y'all. You know, that's I, my favorite. And it has become a favorite of mine. I do <laughs> want to share. Uh, Heather is checking in. Hey, love bug. She shares hello, word family. And then she shares 57 years. Amen. Amen. Um, Eric is joining us. He shares, welcome, welcome, welcome. Many folks can't get it together for 57 days. 
What is your main recipe to longevity in a loving 57-year marriage? Communications. Mm. Communicate. Talk to each other. If mm. you don't talk to each other, the other doesn't know what's going on in your life. Mm-hmm. You have to take care, number one, to take care of both of you. Someone mm. said that earlier in your show. Take care, number one. Mm-hmm. And I tell that to all the young kids in our family and that I meet. Take care, number one, and everything else will fall into place. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't take care, no one who's going to do the job that you have to do. Right. And life is not easy. Mm-hmm. It's a joy, but it's not easy. I love being here 86 years. I've had the most wonderful time with this young lady here. <laughs> and uh, we've enjoyed all 56 years together going, like I said, this is our 57th year, but the past has been just great. Our parents yeah. were excellent. Yeah. We've had such good role models, such good role models. My father never told me what to do, but he would tell me both sides of the situation and say, mm-hmm. make your mind. And my mother, she just listened and she was a great mentor. She sure was. And guided me directly all the time. She told me, Junior, this that's a good girl. That's mm-hmm. a good girl. <laughs> she is. I'm a good girl. She, I don't know how she knew it, but she said, that's a good girl. I'd like to make a comment here to say that I couldn't have met a better man than Les. He has been the best husband anybody could have. Mm-hmm. Really. It was love at first sight. It has worked. So we have been very happy. He's taken such good care of me. And even on <laughs> when I How could I help it? <laughs> when I when I met her, I, I, I nicknamed her beautiful. And I was I, I just couldn't believe this beautiful woman fall in love with me. And to me, she's the prize. And if she's the prize, I have to worship and take care of her. But Carol, I thought he was the prize because I always wanted to be, I wanted to be in the military myself. (laughs) My father wouldn't allow me to. And I wanted to marry a man in uniform. At Mm -hmm. the time, I didn't care what kind of uniform, but I wanted it to be a military (laughs) uniform. And when I met him and he was in the service, oh, yes. You said, oh, yes. <laughs> you said, oh, yes. yes. I, I got know. what I wanted. <laughs> you too did. You know, one thing you shared with us in the past, oh, uh, well, I'm Mildred. So, Uncle Junior, you shared that you write Aunt Mildred um, love letters constantly. And Aunt Mildred, you shared that you still have every one, every, every love letter. You had you were you had made a book. Here's a folder. <laughs> oh, here it is. There it is. There it is. So family, you heard my uncle share that he wrote her a love letter when they met. And when we the first conversation we had with both my aunt and uncle, she shared, Caroline, I have every single love letter he has ever 
written me. And he had just written one because it, when you were coming on your birthday, you were coming up on your 80th birthday then mm-hmm. when we were talking about that. And you said, I have, and you said, I just wrote her one today because you had just written her a poem. Um, I wrote and one today. You did. <laughs> You didn't read it to me. I, well, I gave it to you. It was in your card that I gave you. Yes. <laughs> I don't know where you put it. <laughs> I love it. family. Do you see this? This is love. You hear me? Yeah, I want to share. The last time I saw it was over there. So they were sharing, Uncle Junior was sharing that he he constantly writes my aunt love letters. I think that when you all have heard me talk about my love language being communication and writing and 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 affirmations of love. And I, I think that's just the sweetest thing. And to know that Aunt Mildred, she says she has oh, the card that every single one. I think that's so beautiful. Aunt Mildred and Uncle Junior, I want to share with you that Renee... Renee is sending love. She shares happy Valentine's Day family. That's one of my cousins, Renee Riddick Rogers. She shares what a beautiful love story. And Sherry is checking into Sherry Riddick. So Renee is in Florida. Sherry's in Atlanta. And she shares, hi, cousins. So glad to see you both. And your story is amazing. Black love is real and it is alive. You both are such great role models to our family. Heather shares, I just love Thank this story. Thank you. Heather Bless shares, you. I love this story. I love this. And Malcolm, thank you. He shares, I love this with your aunt and uncle. This is such a great love story. Um, Eric shares, now that's a story. That's better than Disney magic. and joey joey dixon is joining us he's sharing peace and love with everybody and jazzed with everybody he shares this is just wonderful wonderful and leslie hi there leslie burrell shares this is so lovely these are the kinds of stories our young people need to hear yes 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 oh yeah you know i've um I again, I want to say thank you just for coming back and, and, and spending some time with us because it was so important to me to have you you two come back and, and talk about love in this space. You know, we talk about love every day, all day here on love and life. And you two are love personified for me. I've, I've grown up my entire life watching the two of you navigate life together, navigate love together. And it's just been beautiful. Just, just absolutely beautiful. Family, what we're going to do um, in a minute, we're going to take a, a commercial break. But I want to ask before we go to commercial break um, of the two of you, uh, Mildred and Uncle Junior, you <clears throat> had shared with us also about there was a point in life when you were sharing, Uncle Junior, you shared that you were still trying to like navigate the loss of loved ones and how you two worked through that. I'm curious to know if when we come back from commercial, if you could share with us how how you manage to work through like hard times in your relationships, you, you know, whether it's the loss of a loved one or whether it's a disappointment at work or whatever it may be. If you could share with us how you've managed in your 57 years together, together to to navigate, the, you know, the hardships in life. Family, stay with us. We're going to commercial break, but when we come back, um, I'm going to ask for some more wisdom from my beloveds here. So family, stay with us. We will be right back. You're listening to Love and Life with Carol Riddick on WURD, Progressive Black Talk Media. 
Hello there, family. Welcome back. You are tuned in to Love and Life with Carol Riddick right here on WURD, Progressive Black Talk Media, on air and online at wordradio.com. So here we are on the day of the celebration of love. And uh, we have two celebrations, the celebration of Black history and the celebration of love in tonight's episode, we're doing all kinds of self-love and the declaration of love to another. So I have with us in, in this hour, I've, I've asked my aunt and uncle, my aunt Mildred and my uncle Lester to join us and talk with us about their very own love story. They've been together. They've been married, I should say. They've been married. Let's see. He said they met in February. They saw one another again in April and then in July and then in August of the same year. They were married. They saw one another three times, y'all. Listen, that in and of itself is a miracle and a love story. Do you hear me? That's a love story all by itself. Um, I did ask a question before the commercial break, but we have a family member that's waiting on the phone lines that wants to say hello to you. Say hello to you both. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to ask uh, for our family member to join the conversation. Hello, and thank you for calling. Hello, hello, Auntie. My name is Ryan, and Uncle. Auntie, I've been hearing your story since you told it. I've been telling this love story about you every, you know, quite a few times. And because of that love story, my beloved, I want to give in the behalf of WURD and Love and Life a painting in y'all, both of y'all names. And I'm going to give that painting for Cal to put in her studio to reflect back on her other, she said you had eight, uh, my mother had eight sisters and you're one of the eight. And I want to give this picture in your name. Well, why would I want to give this picture? It struck back so many memories with me. It was the woman that raised me. And the picture will tell the story of your eight sisters. And what appropriate time to give a gift like this in the behalf of our station, uh, on behalf of our station and love and life. And I told Cal, do you know what you did when you brought your auntie on that time there? I never seen your face, but I heard substance. I heard that you, I remember every word you told your future husband at that time. Sure. Your voice coming out sure. of that old Southern experience, you like a non nonsense lady. I said, oh, what a lady. <laughs> and because of it, may God continue to bless you. This is what this love is about. It's about caring. And look at the longevity that y'all have. And you know, I was going to tell them last night on the show there that when they were talking about love and life, traveling roads of history, the Lord have let people make mistakes in their relationship only to salvage that. And to do what you have, y'all have certainly, there's a story, one of the stories that on this WRD, that Cal took that story, and it had to be uplifting to both of y'all, because look where y'all at today, many years later. So on the behalf of WRD and Love and Life, and Mike and our, uh, Malcolm and all the gang here, I'll present that, uh, that art, that piece of art to Cal. Uh, to give in your name and Cal family there. Well, why would you do this? I am a sentimental guy, a very sentimental guy, man. I give in my life. 
And this would be a wonderful thing for this time to present this to you based on the age frame that both of y'all are in. So may God bless you and keep both of y'all in his arms. Securely hold it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Ron, thank you so much. So, so, so very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, my goodness. I cannot thank you enough and have you understand just how much that means. <clears throat> uh, family, I was sharing that I had spoken with uh, Mildred and Uncle Junior just before the commercial break. Well, you heard me. I was asking them how they've managed to navigate life's hardships, you know, during the 57 years together. Um, how, how do you ma- how do you two manage and manage to maintain a happy and healthy relationship? Well, for speaking for myself, in regards to my family, her family, I never think that I'm alone. And I have had seen proof of it. Mm-hmm. My sister Caroline, when we mm-hmm. lived in Arizona was there with us. I remember I was sitting in the den and I saw someone with a red nightgown walk past my door. And I yelled to Mel, Mel, did you just walk past my door? He said, no, I'm in the bed. And I just said, Caroline's here. This was the sister who my mother gave instructions, you take care of Junior. And she did all of her life. That's why when I was in Key West and Sini called me, all she said, it's your mother, all mm-hmm. she said was, your sister is gone. And I knew which one she meant. Mm-hmm. I've seen her in Dover here, but not in this apartment but in the house that we lived in, in Old Mill Acres too. I can look in the mirror. I can see your mother in my face, my brother John in my face, my father in my face, and Effie in my face. Mm-hmm. Four of my siblings in my face, just by looking. Yep. So I know that I'm not alone. And this is one of the ways I've always been able to deal with the loss of one of my loved ones mm-hmm. because I know they will be with me. Other serious things, you face them and you communicate with your, especially my wife. I always communicate with her. Let mm-hmm. her know. I never leave her in the dark because without her, I've got nothing in my opinion. But I communicate with her, I trust her, I respect her, and I honor her. And like I said, she's my prize, and I have to take care of her. And that's my goal the rest of my life, take care of her and make sure she's happy and gets what she wants. And I thank God that I can do it, that I can do it. You know, Uncle Junior, first of all, thank you for that. Thank you so much for your transparency and for sharing with us. When you 
when you came onto the show, when the two of you came onto the show the first time, you shared and you shared with me some things that I did not know, you know, and one of those things was that when um, when you all were early in your relationship, you said one day mm. you were uh, you were dealing with like your, your emotions were heightened and you would come home and I think you would punch the wall and uh, Mildred shared with you that you needed to talk with someone. And can I correct you in a minute? Please, please. I was going to college at the time. It was college. Okay. And I'm not a hyper person. Right, 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 right. And I was taking accounting. I was going to be a accounting major. And I threw a book up against the wall. That's what it was. And she said, something's wrong. You need mm-hmm. to go to talk to someone. And I did. Because she saved my life twice already that I know of when I had eight, um, overactive thyroid and uh, some other thing, a blood poisoning. And you didn't want to go to, to a doctor. That's the Riddick's uh, yeah. stubbornness. Yeah. My brother John called me and told me, I'm going to come down there and beat the heck out of you don't get mm-hmm. to the doctor. So I went because I know my brother John. He would do it. He sure would have. Uncle John would have. But you know, I wanted. I did, I don't know that I told you in that day, or if I've told you since. But when you shared that particular story, all of your love story means so much to me because I've been I've witnessed it my entire life. But when you shared that day that particular story, it meant so much because I know so many of our black men they don't go to get help. And when you said, you said, uh, Mildred told you that you needed to get help. And you said, I did. And you said you came home and shared with her as a, as a result of that, you came home and you talked with her and told her, you, you know, because you had identified what the issue was after having done so. And uh, Mildred said, okay. And you all, you two put your plan together and that was it. That was I found out there was three things at that time that were really bothering me. I didn't like my boss at the job I was working in J.C. Penney's. Mildred was making more money than I was, and my mom had died. And mm-hmm. those three things were really pressing on me. Mm-hmm. I couldn't get them out of my mind. And when I went to see I don't even know who it was I was talking to, but I know he was a sergeant in the mental department in the, on the military base. Just nobody just went in. I, talk, I must have talked to him for about maybe an hour and mm-hmm. got all that out. And once it, that was it. Once I got it out and talked to somebody and came home and explained to her, it was over with. I was, I was done. Yeah. Exactly. You, you, that meant so much to me because number one, you heard her, you heard her and you received what she shared with you. And you said, okay, you're, she was important enough to you. Your family was important enough to you. And you said, okay, let me, you know, let me do, let me take care of this. And I'm Mildred, you were patient enough and I'm Mildred's always been so loving and you were patient enough with them. And you said, you have to talk with someone. But I know 
family when I tell you both my aunt and uncle are so they're such loving people and they're so mild mannered that I can almost hear you Aunt Mildred I can almost hear you say it I can almost hear you say you have to talk with someone less just just as simple as that and he said okay um, Uncle Junior you had shared you said when you came home and I, and I may not have it all right. You said when you came home and you told Aunt Mildred and you had identified what it was. I think uh, Aunt Mildred, I think you were taking care of Key and Kyra at the time, Uncle Junior, or something like that. Aunt Mildred, well, was she going, was going you, you were going to school. You were going yeah. to school. something, and you said okay. Uh, you, so you guys switched. That's what it was. You switched because you were you were in school. You were mm-hmm. right, and you said I don't like this, and Aunt Mildred said okay. All right. And you two said, all right. And you switched and she went to college and I stayed home. <laughs> yes. 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 And it worked. Yes. It worked. It One worked. of the best things we ever done. Mm-hmm. But the fact that you two listened to one another, that you were open to one another, that you took the time to be patient with one another, that speaks volumes to me even today. It spoke volumes to me. I've, I've witnessed it all my life, like I said, but I, it spoke volumes to me to hear you verbalize because I I, I, um, I don't always hear uh, our men talk about their vulnerabilities and talk about, um, you know, like I said, navigating relationships, navigating the, uh, you know, things that may come up, whether it be with the, within themselves or in the relationship. I, I don't hear that often. So it, it means so much to me and was it was one of the reasons why I wanted to have you two come back and talk with us um, because, listen, I love Black love and I love you too. As you know, I love y'all to pieces. You know, I do. <laughs> you know, I do. Um, family, I've gotten carried away with the time. Listen, welcome. If you have just joined us, you're tuned in to Love and Life with Carol Riddick right here on WURD. I want to share our family members are talking. Harry shares. um, Well, Harry, thank you. He shares. Thank you for sharing them with us. Harry wins. Thank you. Thank you for receiving them. Leslie shares. This sounds and feels like next year's Valentine's Day pro Valentine's Day program, having stories and hearing stories of love and life in conjunction with Black History Month, the his and her story of the American Black love. Thank you for that. Um, Eric shares, it's magic. I'm in love with them both. What an inspiration and validation on Valentine's Day. Big thanks to the both of you. Uh, Rosalind, our beloved, beautiful, she shares, she's checking in and she says hello. She's sending peace and love to all of us, wishing a happy Valentine's Day as well. Linda Shields is checking in and is sharing good evening. Word family, happy Valentine's Day. Auntie and uncle's love story is simply beautiful. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, Henry shares, iron sharpens iron. It takes friction to bond you. And when it cools off, you are unbreakable. I love that, Henry. Okay. Henry Purifoy shares that. Okay. Yes, 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 yes. And Eric shares, these two are crowned the king and queen of Valentine's Day of 2024. I love it. <laughs> 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 I love Thank it. You are now the king and queen of Valentine's Day 2024. Um, our beloved Rosalind, beautiful. She shares, she came in on the end of your story, but it's so beautiful. And it lets her know <laughs> 
how beautiful I am. I'm, well, they are, I'm telling you, I'm a product. Uh, this is my family right here. I'm a product of my family. I used to stay with Aunt Mildred and Uncle Junior in the summer. Uh, Aunt Mildred, you remember? So my middle name is Kimberly, for those of you who are unaware. And Aunt Mildred likes the name. She likes the letter K. <laughs> so <laughs> their daughters, Kia and Kyra, and um, because my middle name is Kim, it was simple and easy. So I'm Kim, it was Kim, Kim, Kia, and Kyra. Uh, you remember that? You remember that? Yeah, Mildred? I, remember. <laughs> I love it. So Heather shares, she agrees. You two are king and queen. That's what she shares. King and queen. So uh, family, stay with us because we are coming right back. We're going to go to commercial break. But uh, it won't be for too long. Know that the phone lines are still open and feel free to continue to communicate with us or comment uh, on our socials. How about that? Uh, I'll see you in a pair of minutes. We'll be right back. You're listening to Love and Life on WURD, Progressive Black Talk Media. Hey there, family. Welcome back. You are tuned in to Love and Life with Carol Riddick right here on WURD. Uh, I'm talking with my aunt and uncle in this hour. I, I wanted to share them with you, share their love story with you because they mean so much to me and because they inspire me so much and always have, always have, but they continue to do so. And um, I just wanted you to know them, my love bugs, my own personal love bugs, my uncle Junior and my aunt Mildred. Um, they've been married. It will be 57 years this August, August 29th. My birthday. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> uncle Junior, how old will you be? How young will you be? I'll be 87. Oh, Uncle Junior. I'd like to read you the poem I gave her today. Please. I titled it Valentine Day 57. This is our 57th Valentine. Valentine's Day is from and for the heart. My heart loved you at first sight. I knew it from the start. It was singing, there she is, the future Mrs. Riddick. And like an arrow from Cupid's bow, your heart knew it too. When two hearts meet and answer the call, it's love forever for us all. Together for 57 years this Valentine's Day, I say it very clear for all to hear. I love you, my dear. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh. I love it. Oh my I, I, listen, we all do. We, I'm, I'm over here gushing, and he wrote it for you. Is that just so? <laughs> that's so beautiful, Uncle Junior. Oh my goodness! You and, and you continue to write for the 57 years that the two of you have been together. You continuously write her poetry and and love letters. I love that. I just love that so much. Oh my goodness, Uncle. Wait. Eric says, Lord have mercy. He's a poet and you better know it. That's spectacular. <laughs> I, should his, I should get his poems published. <laughs> listen, listen I, listen, I would keep them. They'd be like a gold brick to me. I keep them to myself. Look, I would keep them, keep them all. Michael Chip Gordon is sending love. I have every one of them. That he's I, every single poem, Aunt Mildred. Yeah, a lot of them. 
I love them. I go back and just read them sometimes. Better than reading a book. <laughs> I, you have your own. He has written you a novel. Yeah. You have your own book to read. Oh, oh my goodness. Um, uh, our beloved Rosalind shares. Uncle Junior wrote it for all of us because in this decade and time, we all need those beautiful words of loving care at first sight. Thank you, Uncle Junior, and to your wife as well. Oh, my Thank goodness. You. Thank you. Guys. Um, Eric shares, you better copyright them now. Do the book. Do the book. He said, <laughs> Do the book, do the book. So I, I want to ask you both, in your opinion, what, what would you say to new couples, like young couples um, today? What, would you have any advice for young couples today? Young couples. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a man has got to be a man and a woman has got to be a woman. There's a separation there. The man has got to respect the woman. It's got to. The woman is his prize. She's the mother of his children, the queen in the house. He has to take care and listen to her. Mm-hmm. Be joyful when she's joyful and respect her privacy. That's my opinion. And mm. so far for me, it's worked. Mm. I love that. I'm Mildred. Do you have any advice to young wives? Yes, I would say give him space and because he gives me space and it helps and I give him space. Mm-hmm. But we, we come together as one when, you know, but mm-hmm. you do have to have your space sometimes. And he's not on me all the time, like saying, you know, you can't go there or you can't do this. You know, mm-hmm. I still have my freedom and we trust each other. And that's mm-hmm. another thing. You have to trust each other. You know, if he wants to go somewhere, he can go. I don't worry about him. And mm-hmm. hopefully he doesn't worry about me when I go somewhere by myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, in a way now I have to. Yeah. You, know, you know, I think, uh, you know, to read that she's in the first stages of that Alzheimer's. Yeah. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. so I don't do as much going like I used to. But mm-hmm. uh, he's a wonderful husband. He ha- always has been. And I just don't know what I'd do without him. He's wonderful. <laughs> I got her back. I'm so glad he <laughs> fell in love with me. <laughs> Listen, the two of you said it was love at first sight. Yep. And I and I got the best. I got the man in uniform. Uh, Like, I mean, military uniform instead of uniform. Oh, Oh my goodness. Well, both. Listen, both are good. Both are good. Both are good. But I so understand what you mean. You know, Uncle Junior, you shared, too. You well, you both shared with us. That when you, when did, how did you ask for her hand in marriage? How did you propose? I told her in a letter, I was going to marry her. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, that, was, that was it. it was well, wait, didn't you, didn't you ask granddaddy? Nope. You didn't ask for her hand we in had, marriage? We had many conversations. Okay. Many conversations. Remember I told you, he told me I got a gun. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when we were sitting. 
I know he did. Out there talking, and he told me, I got a gun. I said, you don't have to worry. I'm not here to break up a family. I want to join a family. And from that day on, it was that was it. He understood. And my father had him checked out, too. <laughs> you know I know he did. Yeah. You know I know he did. He did. I know he did. So you you shared, Uncle Junior, you said, I remember you saying that you had gone back to Key West and the two of you had, had talked and you would you would agree that you were going to get married and you drove up to Philly to get her. You asked for leave. Is that the is that how yeah, it went? Yeah, well, uh, what what happened was uh some she called me when and when I was in Key West after I'd come back and said, Come get me. That's yes. <laughs> and when she said, come get me, I said, are you ready tonight? She said, yes. And uh, I got to leave from my uh, NCOIC. And then Key West to Philadelphia in 12 and a half hours. Mm-hmm. I only took a half hour's rest driving. Mm-hmm. And uh, we got the blood work done and her father was there on everything. He didn't want to miss a point. You know, mm-hmm. I saw it was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I sure did. We went to the Justice of the Peace in uh, Elton, Maryland. And we were married there, and he was right there with us. Oh, I didn't realize he was there. Yes, he yeah, was. Because you, you guys were driving. You you came to get Aunt Mildred, and you were driving her. You were taking her with you right. back to We went Florida. to Elton. He followed us in his car. Because we wow. went from Elton back to Key West. She had to make sure we married. <laughs> he did, I know that. Listen, I know that's right. He said, not my baby girl. I know that's right. I know that's right. Let me share with you, Leandria. Leandra Middleton shares, I'm late, but wow, this is so beautiful. Y'all are taking me back. And Shanae shares, I'm late, but hey, hey, Unc, and hey, Aunt Mildred. <laughs> <laughs> and Henry shares, Henry shares, look, the woman, she is right all the time, but even a broke clock is right twice a day. <laughs> I know that's right. I know that's right. <laughs> that is hilarious. I'm going to have to put that in my pocket, Henry. So thank you for that one, because that was too cute. Too cute. Too cute. Oh, my goodness. Miss Lily shares this beautiful, 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 beautiful. I love it. I love it. I love it. Family, listen. Uh, Aunt Mildred and Uncle Junior, I just want to thank you for coming back um, to to visit with us and to to oblige me with sharing you with our family members. This is uh, oh, Miss Rosalind shares that she sent this love story to everybody. She wants to remind them that this is what you do to make a marriage work. Love, love, love. That's what makes the world go around. The king and the queen. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. So I thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you both. Thank you both so much, so much, so much, because I think it's so important. You know, when they say you don't you don't really know a person unless you know from where they come. You, you know some things about their background. Well, family, you see my background. You see you, you've met some of my family members. Um, well, this is love right here for me. Love personified are my uncle and my aunt, my aunt Mildred and my uncle Junior. And you heard it. They've been married. It will be 57 years come August 29th, which is Uncle Junior's 87th birthday. Okay. He will be 87 on August 29th. I love it. I love it. And you heard one of the most beautiful poems that he wrote 
for her. And it, I'm, I, Eric, I'm going to stay on her. Okay. Uh, she's going to do the book. She's going to do the book. <laughs> she's going to do the book. She's going to do the book. She's going to do, she has every single love letter and poem that he has written for her since the very first one. And he wrote the first one when he met her. It doesn't get any better than that. I love you both beyond words and imagination. And I hope you know that. I hope you know love that. You more. We love you too. Love you more. I love you. Family, family, family. Oh, here we go. We're about to wrap up tonight's episode. Oh, just praise God from whom all blessings flow. Amen. Begin. Yes. Amen. 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 Thank you, Uncle Junior and Aunt Mildred. Thank you to Nicola Renee for sharing our first hour with us. Thank you to those of you who came to attend last night's event for making it successful, a successful one, our very first Love and Life uh, live event. It was so good to see you all. Thank you to uh, Cherie and Tracy Syfax, uh, Bayou Bar and Grill, the Pennsylvania Lottery, City Winery. Um, just you know, just thank you so much, y'all. I just can't express to you and have you know and understand how how great it feels to know that you support us, that there is support because you know I'm a big supporter um, and that means the world to me. Um, to our bachelorette and to our bachelors last night, um, happy birthday once again to all of our love bugs that are celebrating a birthday and happy belated to Dr. Marquita family. Thank you to the entire Word family, especially Tiffany, Bacon, Niall, and Nick. Remember that we're all in this together. Be good to you, but be good to those around you. Have a great rest of your night, family. Happy Love Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Be sure to join me Monday through Thursday. You've been listening to Word Radio On Demand. Listen live at 96.1 FM, 900 AM, and online at wordradio.com.